How you doing? How you living? This is Austin Cunningham and Justin Treese of Talking Football coming to you this week with a recap of the NFL Week 1. You heard that right. NFL Week 1 just took place. Holy crap, we are here. The NFL has not only started, but man, has it been a whirlwind of emotions. <laughs> People that thought their team was going to start hot. Didn't quite do so. You're one of your hosts is one of those people. Uh, so another one of the hosts is also one of those people. The Browns. Ah! I mean, there's a lot of teams that you thought were going to really start off hot. And boy, they didn't. It is one of those things where you can't really buy. You can't buy into that much in week one. I mean, we thought we saw it Thursday night as it is. The, the Bears and Packers both started off slow. But before we actually get into our weekly review, Trace, I want to know, how was your past weekend? Because this was also your first Utah game, correct? It was. So first Utah home game. It was fantastic. Had a great tailgate. Got up there super early. Had solid six-hour tailgate. Um, did, had some good, good people there. Good food. Uh, dominated in beer pong like usual. Undefeated. Had a few... Texas Tech fans come up, dominated them. Yeah, Big 12's got nothing on the Pac-12 when it comes to beer pong, just so you know. What are um, Texas Tech fans doing there? Uh, they actually work with me, and so oh. they graduated from Texas Tech. He actually has a lot of cool pictures. So he was the photographer for the team when they upset West Virginia, when West Virginia was number two overall with Geno Smith. Mm. And he has some awesome pictures he was sh- sending me of like them storming the field and stuff. It's pretty badass. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So there's that, and Utah won, and um, and then yeah, now it's Monday. So that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> and now it's Monday. Oh boy. Uh, hey, sounds like you had a pretty good uh, tailgate setup though. I mean, it doesn't sound like it. It looked like it. You sent me a Snapchat, and I was very impressed. Like, I haven't seen a lot of setups that nice with that many people. And it looks like you guys do that consistently, too. It doesn't look like this is a one, one-time one thing here and there a couple times a year. It looks like you guys do this every game. Yeah, so this is our fourth season with season tickets, and we've had this tailgate spot um, for four years now. People next to us, they never come. So, like, they buy the spot. I think they buy it because you get a parking spot super close to the stadium. So they go and park there the night before, so then they don't have to walk far away. But they hardly ever go to the tailgate spot or to the games. Well, what's the point of doing that? Like, they will come, and they'll pull out a TV and watch the game outside the stadium. After buying season tickets and the tailgate spot? They don't, no, they don't buy—I don't know if they buy season tickets. I think they just buy the tailgate spot. Ah. They don't tailgate. They just come and— Pull up, pull up a couple lawn chairs and a TV and just watch the game there. It's weird. Yeah, that's a little different. A little but different. We don't, we don't care. Uh, we're just like, hey, well, actually, we care because we asked to buy their spot like two years in a row, and they're just like, no, no. We're just like, stop being bitches. Like, <laughs> we would use this space for a lot more activities. <laughs> Quit being bitches, he said. 
actually uh, pretty funny. Quit being bitches. So you're wearing a good-looking hat here. Yeah. Uh, it's for a team that uh, c- couldn't stop anybody okay. on Saturday night. Okay. But um, it's a good-looking hat. I saw you were, last night when we got on the phone. Uh, you were wearing a shirt. It's very similar. Also good-looking. Yeah. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your awesome weekend? Uh, yeah, so I went to the University of Texas in Austin, Texas. Um, Austin was in Austin, and he had a freaking blast. It was the time of my life. Honestly, the it was really living a childhood dream. I was telling Trees before we got on that when I was a kid in middle school, you know, elementary school and in a high school, like when we were getting access to computers and really learning the internet and stuff, I really didn't know where to go. So I went to like orangebloods.com. I went to rivals.com. I went to the Texas football page and I would literally just look at the players and I would do the same thing for the chiefs. And I would do that like every time I got on the computer and I would just look at it and I would look at the players and their height and their weight. And then I would always look at pictures of the stadium and then the university. And at one point, I really wanted to go to Texas. And then I saw it was a lot of money. And I did not have a lot of money. So that was not going to happen. But getting to go there this weekend, it was honestly an experience of a lifetime. I got to tour the facilities. I got to take some awesome pictures. I got to see the trophies, you know, everything that the players have won. I've seen, I got to see game warm jerseys, a close up on the field. The weight room is amazing. Like each weight rack is $25,000. And I believe you said they had 50 of them up and down. I mean, look at pictures of the locker room. It's absolutely amazing. It's stunning. They were playing loud music. The strength coach is one cool dude. I mean, the more people that you talked and saw, it was just legit. And when you walk in that locker room, you understand why players want to be there. Like the facilities are top notch. And they're just making it better. And they only did this a couple years ago. Now they're about to clean, they're about to close up another side of the stadium. So it's all, you know, enclosed in and there's no open end zones anymore. It's all gonna be enclosed and they're gonna update the facilities once again for the players. And man, it was just awesome getting to be there. It was awesome getting to see a childhood dream become a reality. And then the game itself. I mean, you you said it Texas couldn't stop anybody. When you play man on third and seventeen, you're asking for that to happen. Um, young corners. I mean, this was the Texas team when they played Texas tech and they got upset in the Colt McCoy era. You have young corners. You can't stop any Michael, Michael Crabtree catches a catch on the sideline, turns around, breaks a tackle in the end zone. You're upset. You lose the game. Bam. It happens. And I'm crying in the living room. I mean, it just, it takes place. And last night or this past weekend was something similar playing an sec offense is it's difficult. And Joe Burrow had a hell of a game. The experience in Texas was great. The fans were awesome. Cheering Texas fight was great. And then LSU sucks. And then, you know, they come back and win the game. And then you see Matthew McConaughey do his cool little knuckle, you know, slaps his hands and goes, fuck. And you're like, that's the coolest fuck I've ever seen. And Matthew McConaughey is one good dude. Cool dude. It was it was awesome. I feel like I'm stuttering and I'm not getting everything out like how I want to. But it was awesome. It was so much freaking fun. And I can't wait to go back. That's awesome, dude. Uh, I was bragging about you to all my friends during tailgate. Like, yeah, my my buddy, he's he's at Texas LSU, <laughs> pulling up your Instagram, being like, yeah, this is my friend. Like, this is what he's <laughs> doing this weekend. What are you doing this weekend? So, thank you, thank you for ma- le- making me look cool for for that slight minute. Hey, I, I appreciate I, it. <laughs> the only thing I hated 
was the fucking shirt that I wore. I wore a goddamn teal shirt with pineapples on it to the University of Texas facilities. I felt like an idiot. I'm standing in the fucking weight room of Texas. The Texas football program weight room in a teal pineapple shirt. Felt like a fucking jackass. The strength and conditioning coach should have just given you a Texas shirt, but like, hey, dude, here. here. I, w- I wanted to ask so fucking bad because he You're was, right. we're can not strong size, but he was bigger. But I literally just was so bad. I'm like, hey, can I change shirts right here? Like, just just let me change. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I, mean, I was. I felt like such an idiot. And like, players were working out and walking around. We almost met Sam. That would have been really cool. Um, Got a lot of update on the players and got to see kind of their progression from their freshman year to where they are now. And holy shit, man, those guys really transformed from their freshman year till you know, year two and three. Like, when they hit that program hard, their bodies just, boom, just blow up. That's awesome, man. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, that's our weekend, everybody. Let's get on to some game stuff. All right. Let's start out with this first off. Yes. Antonio Brown. He's a Patriot. Everybody's heard about it. Every podcast talk about it. Every ESPN, NFL network, everybody talks about it, right? We're not going to spend time on it. Everybody's sick of hearing about it. Patriots, they're going to be good. They are good. They now have Antonio Brown. Congratulations. You're going to to another AFC championship game. End of discussion? He totally did it on purpose. That's it. I'll leave it at that. Totally fucked it on purpose. And fucked him. Yep. Planned. Uh... How this is not how is this is acceptable is beyond me. Like I can see other players doing this now. Like act like a fucking idiot for a week, um, and you get released. You get out of a contract. Yep. Easy peasy. So, um, there we go. There we go. All right. There it is. So, player prop bet from Thursday night, dude. Mm-hmm. You whoop my ass. You whoop my ass on it, dude. You went. You what? went. You went three and two, and I went two and four. Uh, no, I went. Sorry, I went one and four, and you went three and two. Which ones did I win? I knew you were going to ask me that right as I deleted the deleted deleted <laughs> the ones. So I know. I think I know which ones. So you beat. You won the Aaron Jones under seventeen touches. You won the Aaron Rodgers under two hundred seventy five passing yards. And then it had to be oh, and then under on Devonte Adams, okay, ninety passing yards. Yeah. So yep. So you lost. You lost the. Uh, We're going Mitch over fifty. Trubisky, Trubisky over two hundred twenty-five passing yards, and then yeah, Montgomery over fifty-seven rushing yards. Which so, we honestly should have known better because he I didn't said play it all in the preseason. I said it. I said. Mike Davis is going to have a huge part of this offense. And then I went back and was like, nah, fuck it. I think he has one big play. And then um, that that cost me. So well, the thing with Montgomery is he did have a couple nice runs. They just didn't keep going to him. Nagy was oh. like, let's just keep fucking passing. Yeah. You have Mitchell Trubisky throw the ball over 50 times. You're asking to lose. Yep, absolutely. There's no reason. For sure. For sure. So – I got my work cut out for me going forward. I got to catch up two games after week one already. So that's not fun. But, um, and by games, I mean player prop bets. Um, but yeah. All right. So let's move on to game recaps, shall we? Did we, uh, did we actually keep track on who won last week for picking the games? 
you are up by two on me right now. Mm-hmm. And but I have the Texans not I have the Texans at plus seven. So and that game's going on right now. It looks like they're gonna cover, so it looks like you'll be up by one on me in the total games. It, it would be eight to seven. We both oh, we'll have an official count next next episode. Exactly. Yep. So it's either it's either nine nine to six or it's gonna be eight seven. All right, cool. Because hey, we both close. Yeah, we both chose uh Denver tonight. So uh that one won't matter for us. So um and that Texans game that's going on right now is pretty intense right now. Um <clears throat> Saints just got the ball back with four minutes left, up by three. Okay. Four minutes left in the entire game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep. All right. Six. Yeah. Let's start out with the Packers-Bears. We kind of talked about it already. Uh, Sloppy game. Not a lot of offense. Um, I think it's fine because I think both defenses are just really good. And so I don't really have a problem with some offenses struggling. It's just kind of how it is week one. So with that good of a defense, it you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, the Packers have a good defense, but I mean, the Bears just kept shooting themselves on the foot. I mean, how many false starts did they have? Delay, the, the delay of games was ridiculous. It was. They had at least three alone. It's like You have three delay games on an NFL game? Get out of here, dude. Like, what are at you doing? At yeah. home. Yeah. It was just Mitchell Trubisky did not look on point. He was missing a lot of throws. And going to the Packers offense now, that touchdown pass that Rodgers had was not a pretty pass. Like, he's honestly very lucky that was not intercepted. And because it wasn't, it was not intended for Jimmy Graham. He just came down with it. Uh, I kind of think it was. I think it didn't look like it was intended for him, but I think it was. You really think so? I thought, who was behind? Was it Devontae Adams that was in the back? Yeah, he was trying to lob it up to Devonte Adams, and it didn't go there. And Jimmy Graham ran out from the right side, you know, going towards his, going towards his right now, trying to catch back to it, and jumped up and grabbed it in front of the defender. Yeah, we'll disagree on this one. I I, I really do think he was trying to hit him, but, um, and then Nagy, stop trying to get so cute. We've already yeah. had this, we had this conversation on Twitter, like. Trying to get so cute. Everybody's like, well, maybe they're not that good. Well, Talking Football tried to tell you guys that they were an 8-8 eight eight team all offseason long, and it's because of Mitchell Trubisky. You can't trust him consistently. Don't get me wrong. The dude's probably going to go for like 350 and 100 passing or 100 rushing yards in a week or two, and everybody's going to be like, oh, he is good. But then he's going to have another game like this. and He's just inconsistent, and that's going to be the downfall to him. Um Mike Davis, I know you guys paid him money. Uh, you probably shouldn't give him the ball as much as Mon- more than Montgomery because Montgomery is better. And uh, that guy, number 12, Allen Robinson, pretty fucking good. You might want to find a way to scheme him open a little bit more. And that was the aggravating part about Nagy was just his play-calling decision. I mean, I understand, you know, you want to get the ball downfield and you want to pass it, but those deep, those deep flag routes, those deep corner routes were not it. Like Trubisky was not on point with that. And the pass rush was getting to him. And then you run the ball a couple times and you're like, oh, wow, Montgomery just got six yards there. Baited two tackles. Boom, here we go. Now let's pass three more times. Like dump the ball off to Montgomery and let him work. Let him, you know, run a couple dives, run some sweeps, run some powers. And let's see what he does because – I mean, he came into the NFL with the most broken tackles in college for this draft class, and he displayed it the other night when he played, 
and all of a sudden you just want to pass 50 times? It's not like you were getting blown out. It was a close game the entire time. And then the pass at the end that Mitchell Trubisky threw for an interception, I mean, you can't stare down Robinson the entire time. Like, Adrian Amos is just like, thank you. Like, I know exactly where you're freaking going. I saw this in practice every time last year, and here you are doing it again. Glad to be back. Yeah, and it's not even that, though. Like, yes, he can't stare him down, but Mitch has this, like, hitch in his throw where he, like, almost double pumps it every time. You should watch him throw. He, like, gives this, like, shoulder pump and then throws it every single time, and, like, that enough gives a defense an understanding of where he's going. And it's not like a pump fake, I'm trying to go left and I'm going to go right. It's, I. this is my throwing motion. And it and it's gonna cause an issue. Wow, yeah, I didn't notice that. So I'm gonna have to pay attention to that. Good yeah. point. Watch that. So all right, enough for one game there. That's opening weekend. It was good. Opening Thursday. I, I liked the game. I was hoping for overtime. Like I was I was ready for some more football that night. So Oh yeah, me too. It was exciting. <clears throat> all right. Fuck it. Let's just get it over with. Just go. With what? The the ass beating that the chiefs just gave the jacks <laughs> the ass beating oh man like it you guys must have done something bad because you got whipped like a redheaded stepchild let me tell you andy reed came in there and said you listen here jaguars it's over 100 degrees we really want to get out of town and the best way to do that is to just get this game over with as fast as we can and that's exactly what fucking Sammy Watkins did. We were all expecting it coming into the week that Sammy Watkins was going to have a breakout game. Um, we knew he was going to have close to 200 receiving yards and three touchdowns. We all called it. This is all sarcasm. Where the fuck did Sammy Watkins come from? Jesus Christ. Tyreek Hill goes down. Who the hell is that? We got Sammy Watkins. Sammy fucking Watkins comes out of nowhere. And I have said here, hey, reports are coming out of camp that this dude looks great. He's in better shape. He had a new off-season training program. He worked with the doctors and the athletic training program team and said, "Hey, let's let's get let's let's get this going. Let, let's keep my foot healthy." And they focused on quad and hamstring work. And you know, instead of putting so much focus on his ankles, and he goes into a game and he gets hurt. But man, what a start to the season for him! Jaguars defense, the uh, the one and only Jalen Ramsey. Sammy Watkins is his new dad. Um, so yeah, no, stop. Um, this is my time to talk, sir. Excuse me. That first touchdown jukes his ankles. That's something you need to pay attention to. He did. He broke his ankles, juked the shit out of him, said, whoop, see you later. However many yards down the field he went after that. Boom. I didn't see this until I got home because <laughs> I landed at 1230, hurried up and got home at one halftime. Boom. Watch the game. Here we go. And I see this highlight, and I'm like, holy shit, he just juked out Jalen Ramsey, gets up the field for a touchdown. That last touchdown that he had, Jalen Ramsey tries to throw him off his route. Sammy Watkins literally got off the got off the press, got him out of the way, was able to get adjusted, turn around. Boom, there's a pass from Patrick Mahomes, who, by the way, sprained the shit out of his ankle. Good thing Miles Jackson decided to throw a couple punches, get kicked out of the games. Patrick Mahomes had enough time to get that ankle wrap, get back in the game. Throws another touchdown or two. But one thing I do remember hearing from the Mr. Justin Trees is Jalen Ramsey's going to keep up with Hill, let alone he did get hurt. I still haven't seen what happened. It looks like he's out for a couple weeks, five at the most. Um, I don't know how many receptions Hill had or anything like that, 
So I'm not going to sit here and talk shit on how Ramsey covered Hill because I really don't know. But I just know that Watkins was able to match up to him and that the Chiefs were able to throw all over that defense like I had mentioned. Travis Kelsey even outran Miles Jack, you know, a couple times in that first half and was able to get separation. I don't think there's a linebacker in the league that can cover Travis Kelsey. So that's not really a knock on on Miles Jack. But the one thing I do remember being said was that there's no way the Jaguars don't cover. That's what I remember just being said. There's they're gonna cover. There's no way. You really what was the spread? Ten, seven or ten? The the know know your team, please. The cover was th- the spread was three and a half, and I didn't say there's no way. I said I think that they don't cover. But keep going. Oh, ex- excuse me. <laughs> <fucking team. laughs> I th- I so I had said that they were gonna win by ten, and you're yeah. like, there's no way. You really think they're gonna win by ten? I don't. There's no way they win by seven. And I was just like, hey. I really think so. I cannot wait to go back and listen. You should go back and listen because I don't think that happened. Yeah, I, know, I know it did. Oh, my God, I know it did. Because when I watched that game and I was like, holy shit, it's 40 points. And then you got a little sorry-ass last-minute touchdown with some shitty defense again. It didn't look like quite the blowout that it was. But I don't want to talk too much shit. I feel like I just did. I kind of feel bad. But you have to admit, Kansas City's offense is dangerous. And Shady McCoy – had some nice runs himself. Totally. Yeah, it's a little it's a little too bad that you talk so much shit there because I was actually going to compliment your team and I'm not going to anymore. Um, so, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, you, you kicked the shit out of the defense. Uh, to- that loss is totally on the Jags' defense, which is, I've never said in the last three years. Uh, they just didn't show up. Uh, trying the to play management. Like, the pass rush got to Mahomes, and we talked about this yesterday. Sure. Yeah, the, yeah, the pass rush is going to be fine. Um, I'm not going to overreact and say the Jags are done and all that shit. That offense is unbelievable. Uh, that defense would have shut down a lot of teams. Um, the the real story is um, the Nick Foles injury. So yeah. one, uh, Chris Jones is going to get a nice little uh, check in the mail or fine in the mail, I should say, from the NFL. Um, and then two. Minshew, he looked fine. I still don't trust it. I mean, because he looked really bad in the preseason, but he looked really good yesterday. Looked um, great. Like he, yeah, he really he did. Looked like an NFL quarterback. No, he did. He did for sure. I th- I think that the offensive coordinator put him in a good position. Um, so you obviously worried there. I mean, it sucks about Nick Foles, man. Like he made a fucking just dime throw. Um, putting them only down three. Um, so um. I used to be a fan of Chris Jones, and I'm just not anymore. But uh, that's fine. What happened? Because I missed that. He he drove him into the ground. Put all of his weight onto him. Drove him into the ground. So, uh, something that should be a penalty. If it and I hate being the guy. If it was Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady that was doing it and drove into the ground, that would have been a penalty. But because it wasn't. It wasn't a penalty. Hate being that guy, but it's 100% true on that one. If it's true, it's true. Um, let's see. Miles Jack, don't be a little bitch, dude. Like, I, I hated the way he acted. It bugged the shit out of me. I was happy he was gone. You were getting burned by Travis Kelson. You couldn't handle it. Um, Robinson, you're also a little bitch for pushing him from behind twice. Um, so here's the thing. Robinson pushed him in the back once. 
And then Robinson got shoved behind by a Jaguars player and was pushed into Miles Jack. And that's when Jack turned around and was like, they started exchanging words, and then he threw the punch. Yeah. So he didn't hit him twice. He hit him once and then got shoved. The retaliation of the retaliation <laughs> in turn yeah. caused another retaliation. That's fair. Um, so either way, I'm not really on Miles Jack's side there, but at the same time, I th- I did think it was funny that, like, there was a lot of calls that were missed that game on both sides. On both sides. I thought the refs were actually were very poor in the game. Um, the horse collar on uh, Fournette when he fumbled it was bullshit that they didn't call it. Um, right. But eh, it is what it is. Um, overall, you guys kicked the shit out of us. You guys are going to be really good. Uh, I legit still don't think you guys can beat the Patriots. Um, the way that they're looking, I legit don't think that I don't think you honestly, I don't even think it'd be a two score game. I think the offense would do enough, but they have, they have to get another corner when, yeah. when, uh, when Claiborne comes back, I think they're going to be okay, but they, they have to go get another corner. Yeah. That corner so, needs Xavier Howard from Miami. <clears throat> they need to go get him. Dude, you guys are going to run out of money, man. <laughs> you guys like, like you have you have to have it like you you ha- like it's either that or you're gonna watch the same thing is the same thing's gonna happen. I mean, it's gonna be yeah. the exact no. same thing. It doesn't matter who the defensive coordinator is. That's fair. That's fair. Um. So overall, yeah. I mean, your defense looks average at best. Uh, the Jaguars' offense isn't very good, and they were they moved on you consistently. Like, yeah. really did. So, um. But I mean. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, you guys beat us forty to twenty six. So it is what it is. Uh, not gonna overreact after week one though. I'm not gonna like go and say that this is the worst team in football. No, there's no reason to. Yep, for sure. Okay, sorry everybody. That was we're not gonna spend that much time on every game. That was just because it was our team. Yep. Um, <laughs> like one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent our teams. Um, let's get this one out of the way. So there's this dude here. That all offseason, I've had to sit here and listen to how he is a running back and he can't throw the ball and he can't read a defense and he would be lucky to start anywhere else and blah, 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 blah. 59 points and five touchdowns later, Plus 324 passing yards. His team looks like a real threat. And he looks like a real quarterback. I'll tell you what. My bet with you, it's fucking a lock. Like, this this is easy. Easy. So, as much as I just got to, like, have to take it from your point from the Chiefs, now you have to eat some little bit of crow here because there is no way you can defend yourself on this one. Lamar Jackson looks good. And everybody can say, but it's the Dolphins. The Dolphins' defense isn't what makes the Dolphins so bad. It's the Dolphins' offense. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Dolphins' defense isn't great, but I guarantee you they don't finish bottom four in the league in total yards and all that. I think that they still are probably in that like 22 range, which is still bad don't get me i mean i'm not saying that they're top five top ten but zavin howard you just said that you want them to get him yeah it's because he's fucking good minka fitzpatrick yeah he's really good those db that's a pretty solid db room there's there, you just listed two and one's a safety uh is db sorry what does db stand for 
defensive back. Yeah, that that's a, that's corners and safeties. Thank you. I mean, I understand that. Then why did why did you just make fun of me? Because you said one's a safety. Yeah, because mean? one's not playing man on the receivers, and I don't think Minka Fitzpatrick was the one that got burned twice by Hollywood. He one hundred percent plays one on one coverage a lot. They put him in the slot plenty um, last year. At least I didn't watch enough of this game to know that. And let me see. I'll check. I'll check this replay because on that slant play, I wouldn't have been surprised if that was him because he was in the slot. But anyways, go ahead and talk about Lamar Jackson for a second. I mean, I said yesterday. So, I mean, I love that you just keep pounding it on. You're making me eat this crow. Um, I never once said that he was a running back and that he shouldn't be playing quarterback. That wasn't me. I said, I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. I don't think he can stand in a pocket and make these NFL-type throws. I think he looks to run, but I never once said he's a running back. I don't I don't throw that narrative in there just because of the type of quarterback that he is and what he's known for in being mobile. I didn't do that. But what I did say is I don't think he can make those throws like an NFL quarterback. I don't think he has a good arm. Now, he did have a lot of good throws yesterday. He had a lot of good deep throws. And he had some good, you know, he looked good. His throwing motion looked clean. But I am going to say this. It's easy to hit a guy wide open down the field once he's burned somebody. And I'm not just saying this to get underneath your skin. I'm just saying it's what I noticed. It's pretty easy to hit a Hollywood Brown when he's already open by 15 yards, and you can throw it up over the top and let him run underneath it. Now, the real surprise of that game was the amount of plays Mark Andrews had and Hollywood. Like, it's about time the Ravens got some weapons. And Mark Ingram looked pretty damn good, too. Now, that Dolphins defense looked piss-fucking-poor. It looked like they just gave up, and they 100% did. And props to Lamar Jackson for putting his foot in the throat and ending that game. I mean, good for him. But just like you said with the Jaguars and like we were going to say with every other team here, we're not going to buy in too much into week one. I'm not buying too much into week one here with Lamar Jackson. This is a great start to the year. This is a great way to get his confidence built up. But he is in the AFC North. He still has to play Pittsburgh, who just got destroyed by the Patriots. He's still got to play Cleveland, who does have a pretty good defense. And, boy, they just got picked apart by Tennessee. I mean, their defense, their secondary is not bad. Who's the other team in the AFC that I did not mention? The Bengals. Yeah, okay, good luck there. I mean, just have, have a heyday like you did with the Dolphins. But is it? Dude, did you know? Uh, I guess you didn't because you were traveling. Dude, yeah. Cincinnati gave Seattle a run for their money. I watched majority of this game. I watched majority of this game. And, and he over 400 yards, didn't he? Yeah. So I'm not going to say, hey, we told everybody so. And uh, Chris Salt uh, made fun of us about saying, yikes, these guys think that the Bengals are going to be better than what everybody thinks. Ah, uh, I mean, it's week one. And they still lost, but... I mean, they were 10-point dogs, and they lost by one. So, was it 1-20? to Was that the final score? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and that was with Joe Mixon leaving in the third quarter. So, um, that's, a, that, that's our recap of that game. We, we moved on from the other game. Uh, I think that Lamar Jackson looks good. I think that he needs to be a real threat. I think that it's hysterical that he had that type of game after all the shit that he's gotten this off season. And I'm not just saying from you, I'm just saying from everybody. Like, I think, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. So, all right. Since we already talked about it, um, Chris Carson, 
really good at football. They're still a running team. Um, let's see, Lockett, he's going to make the one big play like how he always does. It doesn't really matter. Um, the he defense looked like to make a couple plays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a meh. Like, he made that one over-the-shoulder catch, that one that he jumped on that was good. But other than that, it wasn't much from him. But I think that's what DK is going to be. He's going to make one big play a game. So, but, I mean, that's kind of what we expected. So, good for him there. Um, recap of that game there. <coughs> uh, you brought up the Browns. Um, <laughs> I, what, for four weeks have been saying that five and a half was a lock for the Titans. I still thought the Browns were going to win that game. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to act like I was like, yeah, Titans were winning that. I just thought five and a half was high. Um, let's talk about this for a second. So... Titans basically hit the Browns in the mouth and the Browns didn't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. And uh, Freddie Kitchens does not know how to adjust. That was his first NFL game as a head coach. Clearly does not know how to adjust. And that's why they lost that game. Um, their defense wanted no part of Derek Henry. Uh, if you watch that 75 yard pass and touchdown, Dude, you they had you had cornerbacks running away from Derrick Henry, like they were running away. <laughs> I, what, what's the number four overall pick? What the Ohio State kid? Ward. Yeah, yeah, Ward, the dude Denzel that I've had. To, yeah, Denzel Ward, the dude that I've had to tell like hear about how he's an All Pro um, cornerback after playing seven games last year before he got three concussions. Um, yeah, that dude. What? Go watch that play. At the like the last like fifteen yards, he could try to get off a block and try to tackle him. Instead, he just stops. So, I guess my question to Browns fans would be: You guys all got mad at Jamie Collins last year for not trying to tackle people. Like I had to hear it all, and Doug Doug will be the first one to say that he he hated Jamie Collins because like he wouldn't try to tackle. You just saw you just saw the same thing. Your 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 DB gave up. And given I probably wouldn't try to tackle a 250-pound running back full steam by myself either, so I'm not acting like I would, but it's week one and, and you gave up there. So not not the best look for – the point is it's not even the cornerback, not even Ward. It's Freddie Kitchen. I think he's over his head. And no, I don't think the Browns are going to be shitty this year. I still think that they win eight or nine games this year. I, they're too talented of a team. But I think that he will struggle to make adjustments is, I guess, my main part is they're good. They're going to win ball games. I don't think they make the playoffs because of that. How did Baker look? Was he accurate? Made good reads? I mean, he threw three picks, but overall, like, he was making good throws. Like, he still such a strong arm. I really like the way he throws it and stuff. And But, like, I just felt like he was trying to force it into Odell and Landry at times. Um, Not not getting into the running game early. Uh, I felt like once they got down, they were just like, nope, no more Chubb. Like, this isn't how we're going to get back into the game. When every time I was watching Chubb, and given I was going back and forth on this game, so I'm not going to act like I've watched every play. But I watched majority of this game, and I just felt like they should have given Chubb the ball more. Like I thought they could have been successful on just like chopping wood to get back into the game and not looking for the big play. So um, Titans, I mean, they they are what we think they are, right? They're super good at defense. 
If they can get the running game going, they're going to be good. If they can't, they're not going to be good. Yeah, I mean, it's it looked like Mariota had a couple good throws as well, and their defense looked pretty good. I mean, their defense looked solid. Their defensive line looked like it got some push against the Browns, which was kind of nice to see. Uh huh. Yeah, their Browns offensive line. You wonder, like you and I again, not overacting. I want to see a couple more weeks here. You wonder, like, how good or bad it actually is going to be, because yeah you did feel like the defensive line for the Titans did push them around a little bit. Um, we'll see if they adjust. I'm sure they will. I mean, you got those type of weapons on that offense. You know, you know they're going to get in sync eventually and start really rolling. So, <clears throat> all right, next game. Wow, were we wrong on this one? The Vikings versus the Falcons. Falcons looked like garbage. Did they really? Yeah. They looked like shit. Um, Vikings just owned them. Just owned them, man. Um, Cook, Dalvin Cook was just running down their throat. Felt like Thielen was open whenever he wanted. Diggs did not look healthy. He's come, He has an injury, a uh, hamstring injury. He just didn't look healthy the entire game. This is one of the games I had on at all times. And he just didn't look healthy. Um, Freeman just he couldn't get open or he couldn't find a hole. And... Matt Ryan just he just didn't look on like he just looked off and you could tell that like I don't know what was bothering him and but that that Vikings defense was good it was solid damn good for the Vikings though dude I mean kind of starting off hot like that after watching the Packers and Browns battle it out I mean go get you some the Lions yeah. You just want to get into that game now? I, yeah, let's do it. Let's I mean, it. how the hell did you let the Cardinals come back? And then you tie it? 27 to 27, you tie with the Arizona Cardinals? Kyler Murray looks pretty damn good. TJ Hawkinson looks pretty damn good. Rookie's showing out. Their defense, not so much. No. Yeah, it it's a bad look being up 18 and ending up tying. It's a bad look for that defense that you spent a whole bunch of money on. Yeah, um, I did see a video, though, of Matthew Stafford on the sideline. It looks like, you know, he goes, fuck, and then he just starts mouthing the word or yelling, trust me, trust me, trust me. I, want, I don't know at what point in the game that happened, but if Matt Patricia does not have trust in your start in his quarterback or the offensive coordinator doesn't, you're in deep shit. Like, if you're not trusting that guy, then who the hell are you going to trust? Because – Believe it or not, he is one of the top quarterbacks in the leagues when he's on. Like when he has his weapons and he's on and he knows the game plan and there's good play calls, he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And I'm not just saying that to say it. He truly is. But when you play with a broken back or you play with a new scheme and you play with a coach and a coaching staff that doesn't trust you, it's going to be hard to perform at that level. And I would understand being frustrated. And maybe you're at a point where like, hey, this is my time up here in Detroit is over. Give me to a new team. Give me a fresh start. I don't know where that good fresh start for him is going to be, but man, he kind of needs it. Yeah. You want to know what the scary part is? So you have that, right? So now you got this little animosity a little bit. Week two, they play the Chargers. Week three, the Eagles. Week four, the Chiefs. Do they win a single game there? So you said the Chargers, the Eagles, Chiefs, and who? That's it. That's all I said. 
Oh, man, they might against the Eagles. I don't the think they Chiefs, do. I think they compete with the Chiefs. Just, I, I mean, maybe they don't. Patrick Mahomes looked fucking there's soft. No, there's no way. Dude, Tyler, Tyler looked like shit the first three quarters. He just looked very good in the fourth. Um, and then they have a bye, and then they play the Packers on Monday night. Like it could get it Dude. could get ugly for the Lions quickly. That's why this game was so important to win. Like you needed to win that game for confidence. Um, man, it sucks. Like it really does for Lions fans. I, we have a lot of Lions fans listeners, and I I honestly feel bad for you guys. Like I do. Like I thought you guys had that game wrapped up in the fourth quarter. Um, the whole fourth, third down when you guys went for it um, and you had the screen pass open and got it, but then your offensive coordinator called a timeout right before it, and then the next play you throw a bomb on third down and one or two. Don't know why you would do that. Um, just doesn't. It's just a shitty play call. Uh, for me, like you should have just given. And I know Carry On Johnson's there, but like. C.J. Anderson last year proved time and time again he can get that short yardage for the Rams. You yeah. brought him in for a reason. Like that's the for me. Like that's the exact time you want to use him. Even even though Stafford's your guys' guy, but I just felt like that was that was your point. You wanted to be a running team and play hard defense. Like that's what you're what you want to be in Detroit, and you just you missed it. You missed an opportunity. So I've said several times that the, the Lions are setting themselves up to be like the Patriots, right? They're kind of fitting that mold. The difference maker is, is Josh McDaniels for the Patriots knows who he has and where to go in particular moments of a game. The Lions have not figured that out. Like you just said, you're on a third and one and two, and you throw a fucking bomb after calling a timeout on a successful screen. That right there shows that you did not trust your play call. That's what I mean. That's what that shows. It means you made a play call and you're like, shit, nope, let's call the timeout and forget it. And now you want to take a risk. Like, if you hit it, that's awesome. But the chance of doing that is not very high, especially after seeing Arizona already have the momentum with them coming back. Was this during the comeback for the Cardinals? Yeah. That's such a stupid decision. That was right before the final the final drive to tie it. So they were so Detroit was up by eight with like four minutes left in the game. Went for that, didn't get that, and then they punted it, and then Tyler took him down and scored. I mean, that's when you just you have to know what you have, and you have to put players in positions to succeed, and it doesn't look like you're doing that. Yeah, for sure. Um Let's talk about the Cardinals for a second here. Uh, like I said, Kyler didn't look good the first three quarters, looked good in the fourth. I tweeted this during the preseason that Kyler is going to get over the passing yards of 3,200 this year because of fourth quarter garbage time. And it was it started out as garbage time and then turned into clutch time for him. And he was very good. They ran, I don't know if you saw this stat, but the NFL this year, uh, not counting tonight's games, um, yeah, so yesterday's games and Thursday, there were 49 plays where a team ran four plus wide receiver sets. 49. Wow. Guess how many were the Cardinals? 35. 25. Damn. So 52%? Yeah. So they are going to do that. They used David Johnson as a receiver. 
which was nice. Um, I thought that Larry Fitzgerald looks great. He, you can tell he trusts the kid. Uh, Christian Kirk looks solid. Those yeah. those two, they had those two running in the slot majority of the time. So they had the younger guys going outside, and they let Kirk and uh, Fitzgerald be in the slot, which was interesting to me. I thought they'd have one of those two on the outside. Yeah. Um, Kyler had five balls batted down at the line of scrimmage. I heard that. Was that at the beginning of the game, though? No. One was in the fourth quarter on the final drive that made them have a fourth down that he had to convert. Oh, shit. I guess I and missed one- and one was in overtime. The actually the play that could have got them a first down, it was in overtime he got one. So it happened it happened multiple times throughout the game. Um, that's the worry you get with that short of a quarterback. Yeah. And I mean on some of his drops, because I was able to watch the the end of the game there towards that last drive, you know, for the over the multiple overtimes there. Kyler man has dropbacks. And I mentioned this in the preseason, like He's taking six, seven, eight-yard dropbacks just to get, maybe not yards, but, like, steps. Like, at one point, he takes a snap from shotgun and then has to backpedal more. It's just not, I don't know. It just doesn't look like a comfortable feeling for the Cardinals. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not something you want to see. You don't want to see your quarterback have to drop back that much just to see the field. And then trust that the guy's going to be open you know what i mean because at some point you're not going to be able to see you're just kind of throwing the ball hoping that it goes where you want it to go totally for sure for sure we'll see how that adjusts um it was funny uh i don't know if anybody really noticed this but at the end of the game when they tied kingsbury was smiling like oh thank god like he was like thank (laughs) god I think I think he's like I'm happy with the tie. It's not a loss. When like 90% of anybody else was like, "Oh my god, I'd rather just have a loss." He was like, "Nope. I'm good with the tie. Thanks everybody." Didn't start off with the loss, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, we're kind of going over time here, so we'll speed up a little bit. Sorry everybody. Maybe I'm not. Maybe that's why you're actually tuning in is to listen to us and our thoughts here. So maybe I'm not, sorry. Uh Bills and Jets. That game was fun. So Jets just start out just dominating the game up 16 nothing 17 unanswered for the jets uh defense starts slowing them down uh josh allen makes a couple plays with his legs rushing touchdown big pass to john brown and they come back uh i do think that cj mosley getting hurt did help that offense get going a little bit i will say that uh levion bell looked good overall and kind of like we've been saying this whole time, these two teams are going to start competing with people. I think that the Bills only get better. Yeah. Uh, the Jets, I they're also going to get better, right? Like obviously. Uh, but Sam Darnold, nice freaking, had yeah. nice plays. Yeah, dude. Um, what's his name? Crowder. I got like fifteen catches. Did he really? Yeah. Fifteen wow. for ninety-nine yards. So he has his outlet. I was I got to watch part of the, I got to watch the beginning of that game on my flight back and then the Wi-Fi went out on the plane and I wasn't able to watch anything it was very fucking annoying but the Bills starting out that game looked solid that opening drive until uh, Josh Allen's fumble you know that was caused from the sack dude he looked freaking good their entire team did. It was like he hit Cole Beasley and then he hit John Brown and then he went Beasley again. 
And then, you know, you're just marching down the field. The run's looking good. Singletary is starting. And all of a sudden, you get hit and sacked, and you lose the ball. Boom, drives over. And it's like, shit. Well, then the Jets get rolling. Um, I think they went three and out. Anyways, they get down. The Bills get the ball back. You throw a hard pass to Cole Beasley. He's about seven yards away. I understand throwing it hard, but you throw it low, and it was kind of on his backside. We had to lean back, and it bounces off his thigh, and he gets intercepted, pick six. Rough way to start the game. But like you mentioned, you go into that second half, and you're just rolling, and, you know, 16 unanswered points, and you go in and you take the lead back. Like, that's good because the way they started the game was very unfortunate for them. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the football aspect on – it's just some things you can't control. Like it, it just happened. You know, yeah. the ball didn't go the way you wanted it to. But that second and a half, boy, did it. And Josh, you know, Donald looked really good too. He, like did. he had a lot of good throws. Yeah. They they got two young up and coming quarterbacks in that division for sure. I mean, the and honestly, the Bills they had no business winning the game. The, what is it? If you have three, if the turnover margin is over three. You have like a less than two percent chance of winning games, and they that won. Right, I don't know the answer. Boy, that sounds about right. It's nuts, but that was a super fun game. Actually, you and I were on the phone during that final drive uh, when that was happening. Um, Redskins Eagles. I was shocked at halftime when the Eagles were winning, and they were winning big, and they were up seventeen nothing. And what the fuck is Carson Wentz doing? What is this offense doing? And then all of a sudden, things started rolling. The Eagles start becoming what we think they're going to be. Deshaun Jackson, all of a sudden, it's 2011 again, and he's just throw. He's just going deep and just deep passes, 252 yarders for touchdowns. Um, Alshon What's Jeffrey. Uh, at halftime, you said it was 17-0 Eagles. So it was 17-0 for Washington at one point. Oh. Not Okay. Not at, not at halftime though. Um, it was twenty to seven at halftime, but yeah, it was seventeen at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Darren Sproles with a couple. Or, I'm sorry, not Darren, Darren Sproles. Well, he is playing, but I mean Alshon Jeffrey with two touchdowns. So, I mean they're weapons, and uh, Carson Wentz got plenty of them, and this team's never going to be out of it. Even when they're down, I think their defense will be able to make stops, and this offense can score whenever it wants. I feel like. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I didn't see one play from that game, so I have no idea what's taking place. So excuse uh, me there for not knowing enough to talk about it. But uh, uh, it happens. It happens, uh, especially when you're traveling. I mean, it's a lot. Har- it's a lot harder to watch games when you're traveling. Um, Rams Panthers. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, pretty good at football. Uh, breaking news to everybody. He's pretty damn good. Uh, Ten catches plus. 150 rushing yards, 128 rushing yards, sorry. Um, crazy. Over 200 all-purpose yards and 29 touches. I still don't, I still don't believe he can be that guy that can have that can be averaging 25 plus touches per game consistently. I just don't see it. What happened with Cam Newton? Cuz that motherfucker scored 3 points. <laughs> Three fucking points. Uh, I mean, you're the you're the son of a bitch that told me to take him. Yeah, because I still think that he's going to be good. Really, three points isn't good, dude. Don't overreact after one game. With him, need to get three fucking points. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, 
It's it's just not getting the touchdowns. It's McCaffrey rushing for him at once they got into the goal line. That's that that's the difference there. Um, did he look good throwing though? Did his shoulder? Did yeah. he look fine? Or did shoulder look looked fine. He was moving around just fine. Like I I didn't notice anything like where I'm like uh oh. And trust me, I'm looking for whatever I can because I'm been very vocal about how I think that he's not going to last. I was looking for something to be able to talk about, but he looked he looked fine. Um, Todd Gurley also looked fine. Uh, he didn't get the goal line touches, so uh, Malcolm Brown did, but I think he had 17 touches. Sorry, I'm, sorry, but I'm looking it up just to see. Sorry, 15 touches. 15 touches? That's kind of the range that I think he'll be in all year, that 15 to 18 touches. Doesn't need to have 25. Like, this team's talented enough. And just roll with it. Like, keep him fresh. Yep, Awesome. Okay, uh, we already talked about the Bengals-Seahawks. Our, let's see, another overtime game. Chargers-Colts. <clears throat> Who ended up coming out victorious in the game? All I saw was that one-handed interception by Hooker, but that's about like that's really all I've seen from that game. Chargers ended up winning this game. Okay. Um, uh, Melvin Gordon, yikes. Sorry, bud. Not the best look for you missing this game. Uh, because Eckler balled out and it shows that they don't need you, is what it, <laughs> is what it looks like. Uh, How many did he have? Did he have three rushing touchdowns? Is that what I heard? He had three touchdowns. Okay. Uh, he two receiving, one rushing. Damn. Yep. Goodbye, Gordon. Yeah. So he had, let's see, he averaged 4.8 yards per carry, 58 total rushing yards and then he had he averaged 16 yards per catch had 96 receiving yards so um in in the end obviously you walk gordon there if you're the chargers and whatnot but they're showing that they can be creative enough with eckler and with jackson justin jackson to to make things work um colts good for you guys for fighting back like there was a point there where i thought the chargers were going to pull away uh, T.Y. Hilton and Brissett really made some good plays. Mack was a beast during this game. Um, he was running all over him. He had well over 120 re- rushing yards, 174 rushing yards wow. to be exact. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the Colts are going to be just fine. Uh, still think that they're a 7-8 win team, kind of like how we said after the luck news. So, um, but good win for the Chargers there. Uh, it's kind of all I got is both of these teams will be be just fine. Chargers got to be happy to pull it out. And, I mean, there's no moral victories in the NFL, but I think the Char- or Colts have to be what, happy with the way they fought back. Yeah, good for them, especially with, you know, the, the way they started or the news that broke two weeks before they started. So good for them. Yep, exactly. Uh, Cowboys-Giants. Dak. Wow. Dak wants to get often, paid. <laughs> he, this boy wants to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Go get fucking paid, dude. Go get your money. Yeah. 405 passing yards and four touchdowns. Wow. And, and Zeke and Amari Cooper did not play the fourth quarter. <laughs> boy, he's is he get does he get paid more than Goff? Yes. Really? Yeah. I bet yeah, he does. I, I bet he does. This is looking like a steal then, dude. Yeah, exactly. And I think the Eagles were thinking, knew this was going to be happening too. They wanted to be the first one to get this contract out of the way because they knew that so many guys are coming up. 
Oh, Magic Mahomes is going to make so much fucking money. <laughs> so much. So oh, much. It's going to be so much money. Um, that's it. <laughs> Michael Gallup looked good. I really liked what I saw yeah. from him. Yeah, he's going to – he is a good number two. But I, I don't know if he's going to be consistent enough, but, like, he looked really good this week, and I think it's more just Giants defense is just not very good. Um, Saquon being Saquon, dude. The Everybody knows he's getting the ball, and he's still – Puts up numbers. The way he started the game, just later. Yeah, yeah. Eleven. Two to Lou. Yeah, exactly. Eleven rushes for 120 yards. Wow! Holy cow! Yeah. Just, <laughs> just that eleven. Back? Eleven yards per carry. No big deal. <laughs> Holy shit! That uh, is ungodly. Yeah. <laughs> eleven carries for 120. I know. If only this team had like a number one wide receiver, this offense would be unreal. And didn't Shepard just get hurt? Uh, News break that he got like he was officially hurt. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah, let me let me look here. Move on to the next game while I look this up, so we're not just wasting time. But okay. Oh, you're right. Yep, officially in the protocol concussion protocol. Yep, that's what it was. Concussion. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Um. Wow. That that's an ouch. That hurts if that's the case. I mean, Evan Ingram had another big game for them as well. Uh, Dak, he even admitted this today, felt a little rusty. But overall, I thought he looked fast, though. Like, the last couple years, like, even though he was doing awesome things, like, you kind of just were like, man, he kind of looks like he's not running full speed all the time. Uh, he, looked, yeah. he looked fast. And did I say Dak? I meant Zeke. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm, I apologize if I said Dak. I was going to say, man, yeah, Dak looked rusty to the tune of over 400 yeah. touchdowns. If that's rusty, I don't want to see what it looks like greased up. <laughs> totally, totally, yeah. My bad. I meant I meant Zeke there. Um, all right, next one. Niners, Bucks. Um, Jameis Winston, uh, you're gone. Uh, <laughs> Dude, uh, he looked bad. He looked really bad. Yikes. Yeah, um... I mean, they're going to stick with him because their backup is Blaine Gabbert, and that's just what they're going to do is they're going to stick with Jameis Winston, I think. Um, and I think that Arians knows that it's just going to be like, yeah, I'm going to get games like this, and then there'll be a game in a couple of weeks where Jameis looks like why he was the number one overall pick, and he's going to look good. And I think Arians is fine with just rolling with this and just be like, this is going to be our year. We'll get a new quarterback next year. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is part of the don't buy too much into week one, but I mean, this has just been Jameis Winston for his yeah. career. It's yeah, just, this isn't you know. buying into it. Yeah, exactly, right? This isesn't buying into like the, a hype. This is looking at his last five years as a pro, and this is what it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from a Niners standpoint, defense looked good. Uh, Alexander getting... Uh, kicked out of the game early uh, in the first quarter for just spearing Jameis Winston uh, facing his old team. Of course, that would happen. Uh, two pick sixes. That defense had two interceptions all season last year, and they had three. <laughs> they had three this year, uh, first game. They had three interceptions? They had three. Two pick sixes and three altogether. Holy shit. I did not see. Man, I'm going to have to go back, and I'm glad I got an NFL game pass because once I get logged into that fucker, I'm yeah. going back and watching all these games this week. You like, I, I have to. Like, I have to know what happened with all yeah. of them. 
So the games that I didn't get to watch all of them today, I actually just had it on my phone and had my headphones in. I was I was treating it almost like a podcast, like wasn't <laughs> watching it, but I was just listening to the plays uh, today during work. So that was nice. Um, Jimmy G threw a pick six to Vernon Hargraves. It was a bad throw, but it's one throw. Other than that, he didn't he didn't look horrible. He didn't look great. Uh, Tevin yeah, Coleman, yeah. Tevin Coleman out a few weeks. Uh, so it's a it's the Burita show at this point. Good. I mean, it, it should have been to begin with. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Um. So there's that. And then the last game from yesterday is the Patriots Steelers. Dude. Yes. <laughs> wow. The Patriots just. Dude, I mean, you get you find a, a turkey video. Someone just cutting up turkey. The Patriots were the knife and the Steelers were the turkey because they got carved the fuck up. Dude, Big Ben just didn't even look interested. Like, wanted no part of it. It was really weird. I don't think it was Big... I think it was Big Ben realizing there was really nobody fucking open. Like, it was just... There weren't options. Like, Juju looked okay, but the Steelers are... I mean, the Patriots are going to take away your number one option, and they surely did that. And then Moncrief had a shit ton of drops. Yeah. And, I mean, how much credit can you give to the Patriots for the breakup? But, I mean, at some point you got to go, dude, hang on to the freaking ball. Moncrief, dude, that dude deserves to be in jail for the amount of money he's stolen from teams. For think- like he, The Jags paid him $11 million last year, and that's all I watched last year was him dropping balls. And now he's getting paid a ton here, too. Like I just don't understand it. They were they were heavy contested. Like you're running a hitch route or an in, and the Big Ben throws it right, hits you right in the numbers, yeah. and you catch it, and then you get touched, and boom, boop, boop, the ball drops. Yep. Um, when they're down seventeen nothing, and or twenty nothing, and they kick the field goal from the one yard line, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Kicking a field goal in that situation. Like, every ounce of energy, like, just went out of the team at that point. Where it's just like, wow, we're just trying to just get on the board. Like, we're not trying to win this game at this point. That's what it felt like. Tell me tell me the moment again, because I guess I don't remember it. They were down 20-0. to zero. It is fourth down and goal from the one-yard line. And they kick a field goal. Yikes. I guess I could totally miss that. That's on me for yeah. missing because I watched that game last night. Yeah, like it does. It, I was just like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> you have this stud offensive line. James Conner's fucking good. Big Ben is a big body. Do QB sneak. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. just do something. Like. Don't just take three points because it, it was 20 nothing because I was like, it doesn't even cut it to a two-score game. If it cut it to a two-score game, I could be like, okay, maybe I can understand, right? But it was still a three-score game. So that was the moment that it was like, okay, this game's over. Like, there's no point anymore. Like, Tom, no. The offense just carved them up, dude. Tom Brady's looking for another MVP this year. God dang. He is he, especially with AB and now Gordon. Everybody talked about how, and it's a total Patriot way, right? Everybody's like, okay, Patriots are run first team now. That's what they're going to do. No, watch Tom Brady average like forty passes a game and win another MVP. I mean, there there were so many underneath rush, which was aggravating to watch. Like they're just all such short throws. 
in pick routes and it gets people open and it's so fucking annoying. But damn, does it work? And they just do it over and over. And in Burkhead and James White, Sony Michelle was like non-existent. Yeah. But it's going to be exactly what they did last year. They're going to get in the playoffs and say, Sony Michelle, you're healthy, good to go. Here's the driver's seat. Yep. Here's 30 touches a game. Yep. yep. Exactly. Um, okay. So the apparently we missed something <laughs> during that Texans game. So I think the Texans scored to go up, and then the Saints went down and kicked the last second field goal to win. They won 30 to 28. <laughs> 58, yep. 58 um, yarder to win the game. 58 yarder? Yep. So, Holy shit. So get this. Okay, here we go. 50 seconds left. Saints kick a field goal to go up 27 21. With 37 seconds left, so 13 seconds later, Kenny Steele's had a 37-yard touchdown to go up 28-27. And then in the final 37 seconds, somehow the Saints got down and scored and kicked a 58-yarder to win it. Unreal. We're podcasting. We missed all this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go over it again on Thursday for you. Yeah, exactly. So with that... Um, that does make it you ate me seven on guessing the spread this week. So that's what we ended up at. Did I pick the t- we both picked the Texans, didn't we? No, you took you took the Saints. I did? Yeah. You took the Saints to, to cover. Song bitch. Yep. So um yeah. Yep. And then the uh Raiders game is in the second quarter right now, everybody. They're up 7 nothing. Uh, how Let's they just save that for Wednesday. We're going to be so far behind on it. We are. We really are. We're not even going to get into it. Plus, we're at an hour and, f- hour and five minutes or so. So Perfect, uh, perfect length. You know? Yeah. So, not too short, not too big, you know. Yeah. So, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, clicked for you. Jesus. Yeah, it, it took me a second there. Um, so overall, the moral of this podcast is don't overreact to everybody. If your team did bad, it's not the end of the world. If your team did amazing, you're not going to the Super Bowl guaranteed. Like, let, let's wait and see. Um, About week four or five is when you really get a read on where right. teams are and where the NFL is going. Week five is where you can really start paying attention and go, okay, here are the records, who has a real chance at the playoffs and who doesn't. And at week five, you can really there's going to be two or three teams where the statistics come out, and they're going to say a team with the record of two and three or one and four. This is a percent chance of you know this is the record of a team with this record making the playoff. Yada yada yada. Just week five is where you're really going to see where the NFL is, and week six is where it officially is everyone's going. The injuries have taken place. Offenses are going. Teams are heading in their direction. They're in a rhythm. Teams are either high or they're low, and then they're ready to roll on. Because some bye weeks have taken place, and some haven't. And that's really where you go. This is the NFL this year. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Gurn Minshew. Let's, let's get to work, bud. We got, we got some work to do. I trust him. I'm happy for you. He looked good, dude. He looked good. He did. I, I like him, too. I just, I just like him as a person. He's a good dude. <laughs> so... Uh, Instagram post from after that game. Go look at it. I've seen it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, totally, it's good, right? <laughs> so, um, all right, 
folks, uh, you got anything else, Austin, you want to say before we log off here? Um, once again, thank you guys for listening. It's awesome that we've made it to this point in the season. Um, we are here. Football is here. We are excited to grow with you. If you have any questions, anything you want us to touch up on, let us know. Next episode, we have two new segments that we're both breaking, one for Treese and one for I. Uh, we're going to explain it next week. We're going to have a couple examples to post on social, and we're going to go from there. And honestly, I think that's pretty much it on where we're at. Treese, is there anything else you want to mention, or are we pretty much just good to go and you know call it a show for us today? I think we're good. Tonight we've been talking football. Thank <laughs> you.